Hello, Beauty News family. Welcome to Welcome. our January and December 2019 Top 10. Recap. Recap. Yeah, so pretty much these are just videos where we go through some interesting releases of Ooh. the last month. But because we didn't do it in December, we're incorporating some December items as well. And it's probably not going to be 10. We don't know the number. No. Nah. We don't really care. It's just a highlight reel or a low light reel of um, what's been released. And yep. discussing it. In a some of it shorter. is great and some of it is woeful. Yeah, yeah. But this is just a shorter sort of easier to digest reminder video. If you can't mm. be bothered sitting through our hour to hour and 40 minute episodes each week, I don't blame you. Um, this is just sort of a recap. So yeah, let's get on to the biggest news of the last couple of weeks. Yes. It is the change of Kat Von D beauty. So... Kat Von D has separated from Kat Von D Beauty. Great move. Very good for both parties involved because they were the combination was not good. Um, that it, was a toxic relationship. That was bad. That was not better together. That no, was worse together. That was, oh dear. Not good. So if you were concerned, if you loved some of their products, but you have strong feelings about vaccinating children or not being racist, then... You know, you probably didn't want to put money in her pocket. Luckily, they've now separated. She has um, sold her shares in the company to Kendo, who own the company outright now. So if you buy anything from now on, it's not going to Kat Von D. So mm. enjoy. With that sort of change, they have renamed the brand to KVD Vegan Beauty. Clunkiest goddamn name known to man yeah. right now. But they've recently come out with a justification about what it means, which we know it means Kat Von D vegan beauty because it was Kat Von D beauty, right? <laughs> like it's logical. Like you can't, guys, come on. Yeah. Now they did give an explanation, like you and said. And it's a piece. Oh, yeah. And it's not, it doesn't fly. No one's falling for they, it. They're literally pissing on you and telling you it's raining. They are reaching so far. You can, I'm surprised you can see they have their urethra strength. and they're pissing on you and they're like, no, it's raining. You're like, fuck Promise. You. Promise. Promise it's raining. It's raindrops, guys. So it says here, they have said, KVD Vegan Beauty stands for our ethos and new manifesto. It does not... <laughs> Stand for a person's initials. They didn't even say her name. They're so trying to disconnect. Big time. My watch God. it. Watch it. As time goes on, they're going to go back through their Instagram account and delete all things with her in it. Absolutely. They probably already have. Yeah. Um, we believe in kindness, vegan beauty, plus discovery in brackets and doing good. So it's, uh, let's just refresh. It is kindness, vegan beauty, and discovery, and doing good vegan beauty. Correct. That's what the brand stands for. That's so, what the brand's name means. You're dumb. The newest release from kindness, vegan beauty, plus discovery, and doing good vegan beauty is... <laughs> no. What? No. Stop it, guys. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Change it to KVB yep. and call it Kendo Vegan Beauty. Yeah, not that hard. 
You're welcome. And there were so many people in the comments last week or the week before that was like, just do that. And you're like, great, great point. They should be hiring you. Look at all these smart people. Yeah, they're there. They're so clever. Why give aren't them, they hired? Give them a pay rise. Ridiculous. What on earth? Yeah. Kindness, vegan beauty plus discovery in brackets and doing good vegan beauty. <laughs> No. What are you doing over there? Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Come on. Um, some people also were asking about packaging. They like the packaging aesthetics. Um, and they've basically said they're going to be selling through their existing inventory. So they're earth friendly, not so they waste money. Yeah, of course. Um, and in the future, they it, it appears that they are going to be... Um, sort of maintaining the current visuals. vibe yeah, yeah vibe of their but line but changing the logo no yes yeah hopefully um and they will be keeping their formulas when it comes to discontinuing products this is interesting so they said we're not discontinuing any products because of the new brand uh but they say announced in october 2019 we are discontinuing alchemist palette brow struck dimension um, Everlasting Glimmer Veil, good, uh, and the Satan Center Perfumes. Yeah, we need to go back and see where they announced that because we pay a bit of attention and didn't we see didn't that. We didn't see any of that. But so there, there we you go. go. So I reckon over time they will be um, trimming the fat in the collection. Yes. Um, and I do think they probably kept a lot of these things because Kat Von D was quite passionate about them. Mm. I know that um, the Alchemist palette was um, something that she was sort of Working on for seven years. Yeah. So um, yeah. I'm sure that even if it didn't, like I think it sold well initially, but then after time when everyone had it or something similar, mm. um, she probably didn't want to let it go. Whereas I think they're yet trimming the fat now. Yes. All right. The next biggest sort of like rebrand uh, news was Makeup Geek mm. Cosmetics finally doing their long-awaited relaunch, rebrand. Something. Something. Um, so this had been in the works for a couple of years and some people responded really well to it. I wasn't one of those people. Um, but essentially what they did was they've released their eyeshadows in square pans instead of circle pans. And instead of it being in the nine pan sort of well palettes, they've created more freedom system type palettes where um, they're just magnetic empty palettes and you can slot in whatever you want um, so they do have a bunch of eyeshadows some of them are old shades just sort of repackaged and some of them are new shades they discontinued others so it is a sort of refresh they didn't really rebrand Kat Von D to KVD Vegan Beauty is a rebrand kindness um, vegan. vegan discovery goodness doing, doing good, good goodness to vegan beauty um, so that is a rebrand um, but I think what Makeup Geek did was just sort of like refresh, refresh the, revamp the range yeah um, but yeah so a lot of people have responded well other people are like this is kind of boring which is the camp I'm in I think maybe there was a lot. <laughs> I think some people expected a lot more than what we got straight off the bat. I think because also we were talking about it for so long. Like yeah. we knew this was coming for at least two years. And, and I was like, yeah, there's going to be something cool com coming. And I'm like, yeah. it's the same thing, but square. Yeah. Um, one thing I thought that was pretty sassy of Marlena was uh, one of her really popular shades, which was Cocoa Bear. Um, she changed to Cheetah Bear. 
um, because her husband uh, sounded like he cheated on her and that was named after him. Um, so I appreciate that. What an that. asshole. Yeah, I heard he was like, I heard there was yeah, also I heard like was physical violence shit and bag. horrible shit. So yeah, anyway, so the rebrand, relaunch, re-pan happened. Something. Something happened. So if you dig it, awesome, check it out. There's yeah. going to be more to come, I hope. Um, if not... I'm sure there will be. Yeah, there's yeah. got to be. Oh, there's got to be. There's but got but to be. But if you didn't, if you didn't get excited for it, maybe there's I don't something. Blame you. Yeah, and uh, maybe there's something more exciting coming soon. Hopefully, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So we saw a palette from Anastasia Beverly Hills. Yes. In January, it was the M. Racy palette. Yes. And this one was a little bit different because it had 16 pans instead of 14. Don't and trigger it, me. And don't had, trigger me, guys. Don't get me started. And it had a pressed glitter formula. Which and a pop of blue and a pop of pink. Surprise, sir fucking prize. I know. Um, look, yeah, not one for me. No. And I think, once again, this is some people are getting a little bit like, this is getting really repetitive. Um, look, I'm just putting it out there. If you're going to change the size and the shape of the palette, take that goddamn crap shack brush out of there. <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> I don't mind the brush quality. Just never use it. No, nah, I never can't. Just never damn use it. Yeah. <laughs> Double-ended brushes. Yeah, put, put, a, put a one-ended brush so at least I can put it in my cup of yeah, brushes and actually I agree. use it on a daily basis. I agree. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was something that I don't. I think it fell a bit flat only because they've released about a 1,001 palettes last year and they all kind of look the same. Yeah. Um, Norvina did come out to say, like, don't worry, guys. This, we're not overloading you with, like, palettes this year like we did last year. There's just another one coming in a week's time yeah. and um, then you got to wait till Christmas. Yeah. So we did see the one that was coming in a week's time and it was her mini palette yes. uh, volume three. So... <sighs> More pop of blue, pop of green. I just, Look, I think it's visually very interesting. The contrast looks cool. Is it practical and is it going to be something that works well together? I argue no, mm. but I think the colours are fun. So I'll give them that. Yeah, take but, out the matte blue and green and I probably would have purchased that palette. Take out the papers and the trash. Take out the papers and the trash. Oh, trigger. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's I easy love to... that She's song. She's so easy to trigger. <laughs> She's so easy to trigger. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, so that's just come out. Um, and, uh, yeah, from what her tweet said, no more palettes until yeah, holidays. Yeah, what? She, hang on, i got to find it. The next ABH palette is at holiday 2020. You're it's, wrong. It's it not just launched. Because the, this particular palette says ABH Norvina. Yep. So oh. not. Um, we are living in pink series all year long. Norvina has a mini and a full size ah, between now and holiday. So there'll be another one coming in a week. Yeah. I feel like they... I feel like Norvina talks about Anastasia and Norvina being separate, separate brands, They're but not. then when they are released, it's not. Yeah, yeah. I so know. it's just a perception. I don't know. Let's get blending, blendy full. 
Let's get Blendiful with Tati. So uh, we saw the long-awaited next release from Tati Beauty, and it's the Blendiful. It is a uh, velour puff duo, so you've got a large one and a small one. Um, and I think, uh, I feel like people were a little bit like thrown off by this. I think that's fair. I don't think that's what they were exactly expecting. I think they were expecting a sponge. Yeah. Which is fair. Um, but it is, a, it's a bit different, but it's not so different. I personally think something like this is, I mean, they've been around forever. Um, lots of people use them, but I feel like Tati is sort of almost bringing it to her masses. Yes. Is that fair? Yeah, because like you can say also before Beauty Blender brought out the Beauty Blender, Makeup artists have been using various types of sponges for decades and yep. decades. So you just need something to bring it to the masses and give it sort of um, mass appeal. Mm. And I think that's what Tati is trying to do here. Yep. Now, like we said in the episode when we talked about this a little bit more, um, the way she describes using it is quite different to what most people use these sort of uh, puffs like so people generally use them for powders or they use them for leaning um, on faces if you're a makeup artist and you don't want to disrupt the base underneath so using it as uh, she talks about foundation a primer foundation cream product contour powder everything highlight everything pretty much all face color products you can apply with this mm. which is very unusual and I, I yeah I'm, I'm curious about it so yeah yeah, so that's the next thing from, well, that's the thing that just launched from Tati Beauty. Um, and I'm waiting to see more reviews on it. Yeah. Say. yeah. Fair. Yeah. Uh, another release that I think um, a lot of people were surprised by. I don't mm. know if it went down as well as it was expected well, to. Yeah. Uh, so Morphe released a collaboration with Pony. So uh, Pony is a Korean influencer, makeup artist, and um, to be fair, this is one of the most unique Morphe palettes I have seen ever. In a long um, time. So it is a variety of pastels, dark shades, uh, cool tone predominantly, um, and it was designed to give sort of like a fantasy. So it's called the uh, 35i Icy Fantasy, Icy Fantasy Artistry Palette. Um, so, you know, I think this, interest a lot of people pastels are coming back baby yep. um, whether you like it or not they are coming back and it came with um or you could also buy three lipsticks and they were really not chalky looking but pastel bright chalky pastels looking. they are they don't suit everyone let's no. just be real so uh, the, they're hard to formulate to make them look good and they're a very clashing color with your natural colors. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, if you're into pastels, uh, this could be something interesting. Uh, the lipsticks, you're sort of like a pinky pastel color, a peachy one, and then a purple. Um, and yeah, they've got some beautiful eye looks going on. But again, um, I don't think I think people were more excited with the concept of this than it, they were the um, execution of it. Yeah. But you know, Fair. each to their own. It does look cool. I like the purple cool tone corner. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, I vaguely remember reading that someone hated it. 
Yeah. And, and there was like, someone was like, I bought it because I was inspired by it and I like Pony and all this jazz, but fuck, the formula was bad. And then it was just like this thread of people like, oh my God, I agree. Yes, it was so bad. Blah, blah, blah. But to, to be fair, Morphe prices and formula aren't the best formula in the world. No. You're getting quantity over quality. Yeah. And even though the colour story is very interesting and different from Morphe, pastels are notoriously hard to formulate because yeah. they're really chalky. You need to put yeah. a lot of white in them. So yeah. they don't look the most flattering. Um, but, yeah, there we go. We saw some new products from uh, Bite Beauty and one that really uh, had people talking was the Changemaker Supercharged Micellar Foundation so this did the rounds on Insta, um, not on Instagram, on YouTube. There was a lot of sponsored content around this particular foundation. Yes. Um, and basically they said that it used micellar technology and... To create a skin-like finish. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they know. I think they were just trying to use buzzwords. I think they were just like, did you know two, two years ago my cellar was really popular? So yeah, so if we put it in foundation, it? Uh, we can get the people searching for my cellar and it yeah. pops up with foundation. It, Check Google Trends. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like they, they didn't explain what that technology does in the foundation. Mm. And I feel like if you're going to put in the name and as a claim of like this has this. Yeah. Explain why it's there. Yeah. It makes no sense. They're also really preaching, like they're trying to turn all their products vegan in 2020. Clean. And they really pushed this as being like a clean foundation. And once again, it had like synthetic fragrances and things that aren't actually, what is clean? You don't what need it? clean. It's fine. So is it cleaning my house? Yeah. Good, I'll buy it. Yeah. I've also heard that um, a few people were saying that a lot of the reviews, like the five-star reviews they were getting when the product had just launched were people that were sent it for like, you know, like those review websites, they send out products before they come out. You love everything more when it's free. Can I also tell you that those websites that send out the free things for trial, they will actually find reasons to delete your review if it's not glowing. They'll say it breaches this or you, you didn't, it wasn't suited for your skin type. So we deleted it because it wasn't supposed to be sent out to you. And you're like, wait, what? So, you know, yeah, you see five-star reviews and generally only five-star reviews because they curate them. Mm. So, uh, yeah, this this was a bit of a what-the-fuck release. Yeah. But I'm curious to see if people have used it and love the micell technology, micellar technology, because... Um, yeah, I'll wait for uh, the little YouTubers to pay their actual hard-earned money for it and try it on all of their different skin types. And then I will judge whether I give a shit or not. That's fair. But until then, it's buzzwords and bullshit, if you ask and me. And I'm in the not give a shit category. <laughs> Fair. Let's talk about a cake palette. Yes. The cake palette. The revolutionary cake palette. From Glamlight. The rainbow. Yeah, so they're celebrating their birthday. Mm. Um, the birthday of the, or the anniversary of the pizza palette. And with they decided cake. to do it with a cake palette. That is a rainbow palette. Yes. With a couple of different purples from their <laughs> last rainbow palette. With a pop of green. Literally only one. Yeah. Yeah. So you could call that a pop. It is. <laughs> it's a pop. There's also a pop of brown. Yeah, one there brown. is one brown. 
Yes. So if you did not have enough of rainbow palettes in your life. Or food palettes. Or both. Now there's another one. Yeah. But a lot of people were interested in that. So. Fair. Go your good thing. Speaking of palettes. Yes. Here's something that I suspect a lot of people might have forgot about. Uh, the, The Fenty ones. Yeah. Mix and match eyeshadow palettes. Snap shadows. So they released eight, eight palettes that clip together. Yeah, so they're mini capsule palettes. They've each got uh, six shades and they've got like a colour story. I did see these in store. Didn't even bother swatching them because I looked at the colours and I was like, you're kind of dull. But yeah, this is showing that the trend of capsule palettes and mini palettes, they're not going anywhere. No. It's super strong. And it was really interesting, though, because Fenty didn't really release any holiday stuff last year. Did they even have a holiday collection? They had a couple of, like, mini packs. That's right. But that was it. And they were mainly for Black Friday anyway. It was confusing. What happened? The collection uh, previous Christmas, 2018, was massive. Yeah, but maybe they didn't sell. (laughs) Estee Lauder. Mm-hmm. This is gorgeous. So this is a collaboration with Danielle Lauder, who is the great-granddaughter um, of Estee Lauder. Of Estee Lauder, yes. Uh, so what we have is a palette, a highlighter, a face powder, some lipsticks, um, a lip like tint and balm product, complexion liquid, and um, a brush kit. A brush yeah. kit, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I think this is a funny one because the white marble is really like dated right now. <laughs> it um, is. It was used to see and the flat- rose gold, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It used to see flat lays on mock marble yeah. with fake rose gold everywhere on Instagram, yeah. like five years ago. So this looks pretty dated, but I think some of the products are really pretty. The highlighter looks gorgeous. I love this whole collection. I kind of want one of everything because. It looks easy to wear. It just looks nice. Yeah. And even with the dated packaging, like I get the vibe that they started working on this two years ago and they just stuck with the packaging yeah, well, that they had like designed. Four years ago. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, dated packaging aside, even that, I, I like it. I like yeah. it. I think it's pretty. I feel like this is the kind of makeup that you put on and you just feel pretty. Yeah, I agree. Which is what makeup should yeah. make you feel. We also want to do a shout out for something. This is our favourite collaboration in quite a long time. Yeah. It is Physicians Formula and Whaley. Yeah. This palette is sick. <laughs> I love it's it. It's so basic, but it looks like it's such a good colour choice and it just works. I love the colour selection. Two highlighters, two blushes. None of them are pink. Yeah. And two bronzers. I like it. Yeah. Well done. Peachy tone, mauvey tone. Love it. Beautiful. Well done. Oh, a big one. Can we talk about this? Oh. Um, okay, we got okay three collaborations we're going to talk about, yeah, and then we're going to start wrapping this shit up because yeah. it is too long. Firstly, Pat McGrath and mm. Star Wars brought out a collection, um, and a lot of people were very, very excited, but then were disappointed because the release dates kind of got all messed up somehow. It was a mess. So the collection uh, consisted of a 10-pan eyeshadow palette, two six-pan eyeshadow palettes, a lip balm and a few lipsticks, all with limited edition Star Wars packaging. Fans were super excited, which makes 
perfect sense. These People are great, were freaking yeah, the fuck great out. Great collector pieces if you're into makeup and Star Wars. But what had happened was they were saying that it was going to be released at a certain time. They released it a bit early. Mm. So the people that were waiting, 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 um, they missed out because by the time it actually released, when they, well, by the time they, the, the time they said it was going to release, it already all sold out. And then um, it just spontaneously came on other sites without warning and it was just too hard to track down. So it really disappointed a lot of people, but it was a collection that a lot of people were super keen on. Quickly, uh, Makeup by Mario released uh, limited edition brush sets with Sephora. So people were super excited about this. Um, and then that was the last I heard about it. So I don't actually know if they were good, don't but know. they released. Yeah. Uh, the last collaboration we want to talk about is um, one with Colourpop. Oh, this is an interesting yeah. one because it's... there's been updates on it that we yeah. haven't spoken about. So uh, I think this is the third collaboration with Becky G, was it Yeah, third? Becky G. Yeah, it was her third. Yeah, yeah, and it was the Ola Chola collection. Quite an extensive collection. Had an eyeshadow palette, two bronzers, three lip duos, um, a liquid eyeliner and like a cherry rollerball, rollerball gloss. Anyway, this collection was released and then promptly was taken down off the website. Yes. Um, and when it was released, there was a bit of hoo-ha from a clothing company called Ola Chola who I remember looking at the Instagram stories and they were talking about, I believe, sending a jacket to Becky G. So she was well aware of their brand. Yeah. Um, and they were saying that that's where she got the inspiration for the collection name. Yeah. Um, now, we did look up the trademark that they have. It's only for clothing. So I, I don't know if they have a claim against Colourpop, but essentially I think they sent them like a cease and desist type thing and yep. Colourpop have taken the collection off their website. So if you're wondering where that went, there's some legal stuff going on yeah. behind the scenes. Um, whether it's going to come back if they have their legal team scare off the clothing company for not having the correct trademark in the correct sort of category. I don't know, but don't um, know. that's what happened with that one. But it was, yeah, it was one that a lot of people were interested in. And it's a shame. We actually received it in PR yeah. and it was, a, nice it was a really nice collection. Yeah. Um, and some new, a bit more innovative products in that collection, yeah. like the uh, rollerball lip gloss, which, okay, not innovative um but different but from different what they've got from what they've got and it was nice yeah um and they also had uh an eyeliner that was a brush tip pen yeah. rather than a felt tip pen so interesting it's a shame yeah yeah the last thing we wanted to quickly talk about was the bombardment is that a word bombardment yes it is good um <laughs> of lunar new year or chinese new year collection so brands this year were majorly Ugh. like keen on releasing year of the rat collections whether they are just permanent products in different packaging or if they released a completely new product um, for the lunar new year uh, we saw heaps of them so we saw mac release a collection with a beautiful highlight mm. permanent shade um, but beautiful pan Becca released, re-released Moonstone mm. in a beautiful pan. We saw some stuff from Makeup Forever, Colourpop, Kaleidos, Fenty. Clinique. Nas. Like, Glam Glow. Urban Decay. Like all of them. Charlotte Tilbury. 
No, yeah. Laura Mercier, yeah, it was it was everywhere. On and on and on yeah. and on and on. Yeah, it, that was probably the biggest sort of vibe mm. of uh, the January. Month, January. Yeah. And then I reckon Valentine's Day will be next one. It will. Yeah. 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 We we can do this, guys. We can survive it. Stay strong. Carry on. Correct. And we hope you enjoyed this little recap for December and January. Let us know down in the comments what item we talked about that you had completely forgotten existed. Or that you bought and loved. Yes, tell or us that too. Or bought and hated. Oh, look, any of the above, go for it. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, give it a thumbs up. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.